Hi. So, Tennis and Drunk Talking Tea podcast here with Emily. This week we have Jessica talking to us about her experience of tennis. So, I hope you're having a great week and I hope you're looking forward to this episode coming up. Welcome back to Turner Syndrome Talking Team. This week we have Jessica with us. Hi, Jessica. Hi. <laughs> How are you today? Fine, thank you. Yes. Good. Good. So I want to ask you a few things about Turner Syndrome, if that's all right. Yes. What's your relationship with Turner Syndrome? Well, I have Turner Syndrome. Um, I found out I was about seven. Um, and I started probably the treatment nearly straight away as well and I'm a member of the Tennis Society um, which my mum, well I think my mum that found um, out about that not too long after, probably a little bit long after I was diagnosed. Okay, seven, that's quite a good age. Yeah, I think it's still not as young as what we want. We're aiming to try and get as young as we can. But I think it was better to be quite young and start the treatment mm. early as well. And then you get the full benefit. Yes. Yeah. What's your most challenging experience of Turner's been for you? Um, I think there are only like little things that sometimes like struggle a little bit more with like um my driving that took me quite a few tests and lessons um and I actually did learn in automatic as well because I thought it might be a bit of a struggle so I thought try with an automatic car um such as sometimes like um my processing as well sometimes find it a bit hard too many things but then sometimes I write lists um, which helps me, mm. um, especially if I think processing too many things, um, write lists. And obviously, which the main thing is turning is the height as well. Like, But sometimes I just climb on things or um, just work it out. I think you just work it out when you're shorter. And yeah. they always say good things come in small packages. <laughs> definitely, definitely. That is 100% <laughs> true. <laughs> Like, there's no doubt in my mind that that's true. <laughs> What's been your most positive experience of Turner's? Um, I think it's just been when I found out, obviously it was, I didn't really know anything because it's not a very common condition, but then you find this amazing, what we call it, Turner's family and I made the friends there Um lots of friends each conference she'd come back with a whole new set of friends and I made some really good friends for even one of my bridesmaids at my wedding as well so it's kind of you make really some of the girls like make really strong friendships and you can see from the younger girls moving up as well um like because we're kind of an older adult now I'm 33 <laughs> so you see so many younger and like making them friendships like what we've done and it's good to see them like how we've been so excited to see each other and just it's really good to see them friendship oh, that is really nice and it lasts a lifetime as well doesn't it yeah it's just 
there's just an understanding there isn't there that yeah might not have been there because we have the same condition yeah i mean like you couldn't talk to other friends about it and things and but i think just like you say because they've got that condition there's a little bit more mm. or any questions that you've got some you know friends will understand that questions but you turn as friends will mm -hmm. yeah definitely definitely what's your involvement in the Cerner society um i've been a member um i don't know so probably not too long after it started to be honest because i've been a long time um and also i did um quite a while ago now i did a fundraiser um at my local um club round here um i did a bit of like a raffle tambour kind of night did um that just to raise some funds as well for turners and the go to some of the friendship groups as well because i'm from leeds so like the leeds one trying to attend them as well mm. the friendship groups are really really good aren't they i think they're good to make obviously friendships with people that are close so you can meet a bit more because mm. it is nice the conference is lovely but sometimes like oh um it's another year if we're far apart we might not be able to see will we be able to see each other in that year but mm -hmm. if you see like the close friendship groups you might be able to see catch up more yeah meet up more i think as well i think it's probably as a first like maybe as a newly diagnosed person or as a person who wants to venture into the society i think probably the friendship groups are less overwhelming because there's less people yeah i think it is because conference is so busy yeah um i do think it probably is good to go to them first to make some friendships and when you go to that conference of all it's not oh don't know anyone you could so you might recognize a few faces then from the meetings mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or it might just be best to like go all out <laughs> and just well, like, yeah because <laughs> it's, it's such a wealth of knowledge <laughs> isn't it so yes. how has this society helped you um obviously at the first it was information um anything that we needed i needed to know or my mum as well because obviously i was still quite young i didn't send it also family helping family as well because i struggled at the beginning because i was still quite young doing the injections and i had to have a nurse come to help me a little bit to get of it and do it so my mom and my sister were all in, involved as well in that process um but now i think it's it's upon me as well in making the friendship and now i kind of i got some more information i try i like do like to help like the other people now newly diagnosed people mm. as well so i think it's helped me get that confidence now i've kind of know quite a bit about it now since being diagnosed to help others so you can see like especially if it's like the first conference and things and want to know more um that's been quite good as well meeting new girls and trying to just help them when I suppose it's all new to them and they don't know what it means um and also the mothers who might have them as a baby some of the mums might say well what are they going to be like when they grow up and then come to conference and see all those girls 
probably helps them as well. Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because it, it shows them what your daughter could be like, mm. which is just normal, really, isn't it? Yeah. Added extra thing of Turner syndrome. Yeah. But we always say we're quite strong willed. And even if we struggle a little bit, um, like when my driving, that took me ages, but <laughs> we'll get there in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Once we have a goal that we want to do, we will reach it. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. generally do reach it. It might take like roundabouts, but we can reach it eventually. <laughs> We're very determined. Very determined. Yes. <laughs> What's your most important message for people? Newly diagnosed people, people who don't know about tennis? Um, I think it's just, well, one message would be obviously like I've already said about the society, to get involved in that because you get all the information, support, friendships. But I also think it doesn't define who you are. You can still achieve what you want. Mm. Um, like in relationships, a lot of people, like there's at conference and all talk about relationships and it's like it can work. Like I got married in September and I was just honest with my husband from the well, we were friends first, so he was aware of all infertility as well. And because some of the girls think, oh, but what if he, I can't give him a bit, what if it doesn't work? But I think then it's to you, you've got to have that confidence, just to have that talk. And there's so many Turner's girls in loving relationships that, um, that, that's good as well so let's just say don't let it define what you want to do what what you want to do and who you want to be really mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's not a big issue or a big thing having that talk with that with your partner about mm. the infertility because it is a massive a massive talk to have with them yeah however sometimes like just in life in general it doesn't have to just be about infertility but the expectation in your head is often worse than the actual reality, isn't it? Yeah. Some, I think sometimes it might build it up in your head and it's not all that. Mm. It might come down, if, even to friends, relationships, anyone having that talk, it might be uh, want to just help and find out more. It might not be, but like you say, what you built up in your head. Mm. Might just want yeah. to find out more about it, maybe. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I've really loved this episode, Jessica. Thank you so much. Is there anything you would like to add before we finish? Um, no, just want to say thank you for having me. And um, hopefully we'll all be able to catch up soon. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Hopefully, and not just on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah well thank you so much for your time today and <laughs> i hope everyone listening really enjoyed that as well and i'll see you next week thank you jessica thank you for that i really enjoyed that episode and i hope you guys did as well everyone listening 
So next week we have Darcy talking to us about her experience with tennis. So get excited for that one. I hope you're going to have a really amazing rest of your week. And I will see you on Tuesday, a week from today.